Celebrating 25 years of Jaguars football. You're running the gun. Gross. He's got Jimmy. First down, 20. There he goes. 10, 5, touchdown, win. It is Monday, September 23rd. This is Jaguars Happy Hour. Jaguars Happy Hour is brought to you by Jet Home Loans. And now, the coughing, sniffing, sneezing, aching, stuffy nose so you can rest host, J.P. <laughs> Shadrick. Well then, uh, topic du jour, indeed. Welcome in, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli in Jacksonville, Pete Prisco down in Fort Lauderdale. We've got some things to discuss today. I'll say this, as yeah. much as I enjoyed doing Monday Night Football, which is a lot of fun. I, mean, I would say, right? I mean, yeah. I mean, listen, if you loved football growing up, you watched Monday Night Football, and I was a kid to think that I'd be calling a game, even if it wasn't TV, it was radio. Monday Night Football, It's huge. Man. But I much prefer being in studio for the show. Wow. I do. It's really just because of me, right? It's not. Pete has nothing to do with it, right? Um, well, I'm not in studio, so it yeah. can't be me. It has to yeah. be you, JP. It has to be me, by Well, default. I think it's JP and the fact that I actually can hear every word you're saying, because oh, there were some issues early that. with that. Okay. No, it was funny last week, Tony. We saw you were in the booth or whatever, and guys yeah. would come into the booth, and you'd be sitting there waving to them. A lot of distractions. A lot going on last week, so it's good to be back here in Jacksonville. <laughs> we're glad to have you yeah, back. Yeah, it's good. Uh, how'd it go last week, though, by the way? Terrible football game. No, but how did the broadcast oh. go? Oh. I don't care about the football oh, game. Oh, great. I mean, I'm working with Kevin Harlan, who's one of the best in the business, yeah. so how could it best go bad? Dude, great dude, too. And a great person. Kevin. Yeah, that's the one thing. You know, I I work with Ian Eagle on Thursday nights and Kevin Harlan on Monday nights. I mean, if there's that's better, awesome. there's better guys. They're I don't good. know. I mean, so they're good. And they're really you know, good. You so know what it is, Tony? All the guys who work for CBS were all good guys, except for you. Yeah, except oh, wow. for the okay. the dot com world. <laughs> the dot com world uh, <laughs> <A little> different. <laughs> yeah, I can listen. I'm not a dot com guy anymore. I'm a t- TV talent now. No, you don't have a face I'm for NFL. TV. I'm yes, I do. No. Yes. You, you can watch pop- me every Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And sitting next to Brady Quinn, I look so good, Tony, you can't imagine. What sta- like what station are you on? Where would CBS we find Sports HQ? It's a it's you don't uh, see the ads all over the games. It's, yeah, it's a twenty four hour sports network. I don't think yeah, it's on a computer though, right? I don't think my I don't think but my it's on Hulu, Apple TV, it's on all that stuff. Oh, but it's, it's for the cord cutters, JP. I'm I'm one of those. Are you a cord cutter? Yeah. I'm actually start. I think I'm thinking about going cord cutting. Because well, you can you can watch. Do you have Apple TV, Baselli? Are you too cheap to get it? <laughs> so I don't know if I'm allowed to say what I have because I mean they're not advertisers yeah, sponsors, on the show. Yeah, yeah sponsors. We don't want to be. So careful. I got a, I got Going three different path. subscriptions right now, and I'm looking to f- cut two of them. I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm testing them all I'm out right tell now. You, you can find my my Hulu, Apple, all those things. You can find CBS Sports HQ. It's 24 hours. And me sitting next to Brady Quinn makes me look so good looking. It's unbelievable. Wow. Uh, Brady got a game that. on Fox yesterday. He did. He did the Cardinals game. Uh, one quick thing. I know we're going to get a bunch to get into. Tony, you'll appreciate this. I had a nice argument with him on the air the other day about how he's not in the media. Yeah, he is. <laughs> did you tell him that he is? Of course I did. Yeah, tell he was call- getting all mad. Did you see Ron Rivera walk off the other day? Yes. Uh, yeah. When they were in? Yeah. And, Tony, and, and Brady's going, oh, my God, they kept asking the same question. He didn't answer. I go, just answer the question. That's all he had to do was answer the question. And he goes, oh, you media guys. I go, I go, Brady, you're on the same team I am now. We play on the same team. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, listen, I gave in last year. It took me 12 years to give in. But, I mean, I'm, I'm in the media. It's part of the world I live now. 
Yes, it's, of it's course sad. you are. You're it, on our it, team. It, it, it took sad. you a while to admit it, but it, we got you, dude. It, it's sad. Yeah. It's disappointing. I feel less of a person for it, but I am. Thanks. But you know what, though? We're all one team, and there's a big eye in Baselli, there's a big eye in Quinn, and there's a giant eye in Priceco. Price <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. On this program today, um, we'll start off. We're, well, we're all doctors apparently now. Jalen Ramsey's out sick today. We'll get into that story where that has gone over the last week or so. The defense playing well with him on the field last Thursday. Minshew Mania, is it here to stay? Should we tap the brakes? We'll get into that a little later in Crossfire. We'll delve into the offensive line play. We'll get some social questions. We'll go around the National Football League as well. So all this Jalen Ramsey so, uh, trade story started after our show last week. Right. It all became public about 15 minutes after we went off the air yep. last week. And it was the storyline leading up to that Thursday night football game all week long. But it seemed like the Jaguars defense, let's kind of put it aside, played great football Thursday night. This thing hasn't gone away, though. It's still out there. The storyline, are they going to trade him? Are they not? And then today he's out sick, and then Twitter blows up again. But he's really sick. Right? Yeah, yeah, a couple things. One, Jalen's really sick. Talking to people, it's not Jalen trying to get out of practice. Um, it's not him trying to create more pressure on the organization. It's He's legitimately sick. Now, it's terrible timing. Um, and you, I, I don't love everything that Jalen's done. I said his antics, especially once I found out he put his hands on the head coach, I said I would have suspended him after the game. But I'm never going to take one thing away from Jalen. He loves playing football, and he has never missed a game because of any injury or any reason. Um, and so, I, so you, you don't want to – don't question that about Jalen. You can question his antics. You can question his strategy and everything else he's trying to do. That's fair. Um, but he's really sick, and it happens. And he he went through the proper protocols. He called the team. He, he let them know. He went to the doctor. I mean, he's dealing with it. So we'll f- wait to find out Wednesday where he's at on the injury report, and hopefully he can play by Sunday. But right now, like any other player, um, he's doing what he's told by the team and the doctors. And, and you know, I sent that tweet out this afternoon. I said, look, uh, in our wacky world, what if he really is sick? Because I thought he was, and I had heard he was too. So for me, I'm like, immediately everybody's like, oh, no, he's doing this. Why would you do that? Why Why would you do that? The guy loves the game. Look, you can say a lot of things about Jalen Ramsey. He loves to play football. There's no question about that. He loves the game. All the other stuff sometimes, look, does he carry it too far? Absolutely. But he's not going to make up a sickness not to come to work. That's one of the dumbest things I've ever heard. It's easily, you can check it out. You send your doctors over and see how sick he is. Well, and then he practiced last week after the trade request before the Thursday night game. Why would that all of a sudden change after the request was before the last game anyway, right? Well, the problem with it is it's lingering. That's the biggest issue. I mean, your your question's a good one. I mean, that's why I, I think we're all on the same page. Three of us say he's yeah. sick. He didn't, he's not making this up. So, but the issue you have is this thing's lingering on and on and on. And it has legs in a... I'm of the opinion that the team needs to cut those legs out. How do you do that? You just come out and say, we're not trading them. Who comes out and says that? Probably needs to be Tom Coughlin. It says No, that. no, it doesn't need to be Tom Coughlin. Okay, it needs who, to be the owner of the football team. Well, but the owner has made Tom Coughlin in charge of everything that happens in football is the final say. So yeah, just, I get that, though, Tony. But at some point, the owner has to step in, and I'm sure he will. I'm sure Shad Khan will. 
you know, he's got a, big things you can get involved with it. I well, mean, but you, you know, know that. I, I, I if get they got to sign a giant check, they got to go to Shad Khan, don't they? I get that, but if right. I if I'm the owner, I want my head of football to be t- handling this. And well, but of- you also your head of football and the kid that you're talking about don't exactly have the warm and fuzzy relationship. Guess what? And that's we don't, part of the problem. Yeah, but guess what, Pete? Have you liked every boss you've ever worked for? No. Okay, that's part of life. Get over it. But but here's the other thing, Tony. Tom isn't the coach. I understand that he's head of football operations, and he's the one who has to sign off on trades and everything else. So he should just come out and say we're not trading him. Or I I get that part of it. Or if the they're whole going idea or, of being comfy and cozy with your team president is one of the five dumbest things I've ever heard. Yeah, that's when my point. Who cares? Be, were you cozy with David Seldon when he was the president of the team? Yeah, David liked me, so yeah. <laughs> Most people weren't. <laughs> I can tell you that. <laughs> no, it's fair. <laughs> my, my but my point is this, Pete. You either come out and say you're not trading them, or actually, I would say we're not trading them no matter what. And then you can still be working behind the scenes if you want to trade them. But just come out and say we're not trading them. They're not, I don't. A, I don't think they are trading them. I never thought they were trading them. Uh, I look. The relationship is fractured. I get it. They can mend fences. Um, it, this is on them to mend the fence with him, and him to mend the fence with him. And look, here's the thing. He'll get a mega contract from the Jaguars. It's coming. He's just got to go play and stop the the garbage what's going on with Coughlin or or complaining about what Marone did or whatever, all of it, and just go play. What's he unhappy with? Is he unhappy with the fact that they called him out? Is that what he's unhappy with? Well, I mean, you earn the right to get called out. Guys get called out all the time. You call people out. You showed up your coach a little bit. So for me – just go play. You get your check and be happy. It's not that he doesn't like the city. It's not that he doesn't like the team. He doesn't. Sometimes he doesn't like the way he's used, which I get. Guys get frustrated in that matter. But come okay, on, but just stop there, Pete. Stop there. But he wants to win. Stop he wants there. to win, guys. So, so does everyone else, JP. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Um, so no, everybody just... wants to lose. Want to go? I'm going to come to the podium every week and say, you know what? We lost. I'm okay with that. That's great. Uh, that, that was a dumb comment. I, I hated that comment that he made because it made him sound like you know. I'm justifying my behavior because I want to win. I'm the only one here that wants to win. That's dumb. Stupid. Back to something you said, which is also really irritating to me. He doesn't like how he's being used. Does he think that he's going to go somewhere else and play man every snap? There's not a team in the NFL that plays man on every snap. Not one. Because nobody has four Jalen Ramseys in the secondary to go do it. I was talking to other defensive coordinators, and they said, like, if we brought him here, like, I'd have to sit down and talk to him and say, um... We love you. You're great, but we're not playing man every snap. So if that's going to be a problem, maybe we need to reconsider this. Reconsider right. I mean, this team. I don't know. Play, I just. This I don't, team probably I don't plays think man. Trade a player of his caliber away. Unless you get two ones. If you get two ones, I think about it. Uh, not end of round ones though. Those are twos. You know what I mean? Like if you got, like, for example, say the Chiefs wanted to trade them two two ones. That ain't worth it. That's two twos. They're going to be right at the in the mix and maybe the Super Bowl winner, right? Is that worth yeah. it? Right, right. No, I, I agree, Pete. But like the Eagles giving you two ones, eh? They're probably going to be. Well, know. the way they're playing, that might not be worth it. That might be worth it. Yeah. But like, for example, that, that trade that somebody reported, and I don't know if that's true. Uh, Hurst and one and a two, that ain't yeah. worth it. I wouldn't do it. No. And and the other thing is, is look, if you start this and trade him who's next who's up next 
I'm going to knock on your door. Miles Jack, after one year of his new deal, I don't like it. I'm going out. I'm not playing. Don't play. And that's what I tell Ramsey. Don't play. I you, agree with you, Pete. He has I, no other alternative right now. The Jaguars have all the power. He has no option other than to sit. Now, if he wants to sit, he does have that option. He ain't getting paid. And that's why that's why I think the team has to come out and say, we're not trading him. He's on the team. I call his agent. We're not trading you. Sit down with Jalen. We're not trading you. Tell the media, we're not trading him. And then I, I would have an honest conversation with Jalen. Like, you're on this team. Be a good teammate. Play your tail off. If you want, like, all the stuff he does off the field, like the Brinks truck and the marketing stuff, I don't care about that. Knock yourself out. Neither do they. Have a good time. But when you're in the building, when you're on the team, be a good teammate. Respect the coaches. will respect you. And you're going to make a lot of money playing this game. There's a question. And if you don't want to, then we're not going to pay you, and you'll just sit on the sidelines. Do his teammates like him? I don't know. You hear different things. I'm not in the locker room. I mean, I mean, I think you hear that some do, some don't. I mean, so that means it's like every other locker room. <laughs> I mean, right. Because I can could, I could name you 20 guys in your locker room that didn't like you. Yeah, probably more. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it goes. That's not true. There are certain guys guys like. There are certain guys you don't like, period. That's just, just life. They're, everybody, you work with people you don't like. You like some, you like, don't that's like my, others. That's, that's the my way point. it is. I mean, but, but I think you can say that about every stars, guy. And usually guys gravitate to them. That's why I'm asking that. You guys are inside that locker room a lot more than I am. Yeah. I think uh, the your better, perception, yay or nay. Do they like him or not? Do they gravitate to him or not? I think the better question, Pete, and I'll let JP give his sense because he's in the locker room more than I do, mm-hmm. are do guys support what he's doing right now forget about liking him does he have the support of the locker room i think it's depends on the guy you ask i think it depends on around that locker room i don't think it's a hundred percent but i don't think anybody in that locker room would have a hundred percent support of the whole locker room no but when i you say support I mean? I'm, forget but, about liking from the, are they I supporting they, him like saying they, jalen he, he's we get it he's it's he's right we support what he's doing hearing a couple guys today talk about it a little bit they didn't say a lot but it's they understand hey they, he's doing what he has to do from he feels like from his business standpoint um in in saying this that he wants to trade and all that stuff but he's still on the football team so they understand why he's doing it but he's still on the team too so i don't think it's that far down the road yet where guys are really fractured in the locker room that's just not the feeling i have gotten walking around there the last that's, two weeks. but that's not the question i'm asking it's not about a fracture because of this i'm talking about as a normal everyday teammate going into the season, do his teammates like him? Is he yeah. friendly with his teammates? Do they gravitate to him? Is he got some leadership with them? Do they I'll pay say attention this. to okay, him? Okay, hold on. Hold That's on. the question. I'll answer yeah. the question never being in that locker room during a, like an open locker room. Mm-hmm. I, I don't go. I'll tell you exactly. He's, is he, are, let me ask a couple questions. Is he the best player on that team probably or one of them? Yes. Yes. No, he is. Okay. He wasn't voted team captain. Usually, your best players. Well, he's always he's always, your, but he's always said he he doesn't want to be a team captain. Either. Okay, no, no, no. I'm just saying you're missing the point. Okay. The players vote for the team captains. He's one of your best players, Pete. You've been around this league a long time. Aren't yeah, usually aren't usually you, that works out that way. You get voted in, and you're the team captain. Now, I, look, that's why I'm posing the question, and it has nothing to do with how he plays. No, it has no bearing on him getting a new contract. I like Jalen Ramsey. I I really do. I think he's refreshing. I don't mind the stuff he does, and I think he has the potential to be a great, great. 
NFL corner. But again, he has no power here. The Jaguars have control of him. If they want to control him for three more years and even four, they could. So where's he going? That's what Go I said. Go there, work your butt off, make this team competitive this year, and then after the year, they'll knock on your door and they will make you the highest paid cornerback in the National Football League. It makes no sense to want to get out. Let me answer that previous question this way a little bit. Because in the open locker room times, he's not in there a lot. Let's put it that way, Pete. Not that he's not in there that other has times. Nothing. That's with dodging you but I'm and, telling you, and that's Osher the time. and everybody else. That's what that is. But that's, that's, you'd ask for the open locker room, right? That's the open no, locker I'm room. No, I'm asking time. for teammates. I, I, look, there are a lot of guys that hated me back in the day, but they were good teammates. And so, uh, you know, Tony knows better than I do who the bad, good teammates were. But I know guys that couldn't stand me, but they were good teammates that they hide from the media. That has no bearing on it whatsoever. We might not like it, but are you a good teammate? Do your teammates gravitate to you? Do they respect you? Do they uh, rally around you? Are you a guy that's going to get them ready to play? And the answer to that question, I don't know because I'm not there. You guys know better than I do. Right. I could go back to training camp when he came in and was doing the extra work and the guys are staying out there with him. I don't know if he's leading the way on that or not, but he was part of that when he came back to camp, like mini camp days and all that stuff when he was here in the mandatory mini camp and then in training camp. And then uh, there are times there's interaction. So I can't, I can't, I don't know if I could fully answer that, Pete. I'm, I'm dodging around. Yeah, I don't know if anybody can. I don't but think he, anybody he, can. There are guys you know when you walk into a locker room, you say, oh, that's the guy. Like, you know, I'm not going to make his head any bigger than it is, but Pacelli was one of those guys. They gravitated to him. They went to him. They looked to him. Uh, you know, Jeff Lagerman was one of those guys back in the day. And, and you know, there are a lot of – Maurice Jones-Drew and Fred Taylor, those guys, you gravitated. You knew what they were doing. I'm not sure that's the case with him. Look, if it's not him, that's fine. But that's not the – you know, for me, it's about keeping him, growing with him, making him a star in Jacksonville. All right, speaking of stars in Jacksonville, we'll come back and delve into the quarterback, Gardner Minshew, and what he's done and what he could do moving ahead. How about that? We'll uh, see if- I'll, let me just say this before we go to break. Okay. I locked it. I double-locked the game. I said we beat the Titans. I said we'd sweep them. It's in play. I was right again. Yeah, well, the week before, you locked it against the Texans, too, and you were It wasn't raw. a double lock, Pete. It was just a single lock. The double lock is unbeatable. <laughs> <laughs> You're one and one on your locks this year. We'll keep a count, okay? One and one. You're one and one, Baselli, on your no, locks. No, no. I'm 0 one on the lock. I'm 1-0 and on double lock. Well, you hadn't won that one yet either, by yeah, the way. Yeah, it's no, over. It's I don't know. Over. I don't know. Let's come back. No, I don't know. It's History over. says Ooh. Nashville isn't kind to the Jacksonville Jaguars. <laughs> no. It's a long night on Broadway the night before those games. We're back in a moment. Uh, Gardner Minshew <laughs> talk when we come back. It's Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans of the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast. 
and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Any repeated physical activity puts stress on the body. Checking your phone, getting in the car, sitting at your desk. Checking the phone, getting in your car, sitting at your desk. Checking your phone for the 50th time today. If you do anything with regularity, you should get massaged with regularity. Massage Envy. Keep your body working. Regular body work makes the body work with massage, skin care, and stretch. Come in today for more information or visit MassageEnvy.com for more details. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top-deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low-price leader, Floor & Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor & Decor. We came in under budget. Way under uh, budget. It's way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money and make your house look great? I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Floor & Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit floorandecor.com. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is ready to be your home team for home lending. Whether you're looking to buy a new home or refinance your current one, we have the nationwide expertise in competitive rates, along with a wide range of mortgage solutions to help you achieve your home lending goals. Team up with a TIAA Bank mortgage expert today. Visit TIAABank.com slash lending team. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, Equal Housing Lender, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of people never thought I'd get this opportunity, so now that I do have it, I got to make the most of it. Um, so I'm super grateful for it, uh, but I know, um, you know, through everything I've learned in my career, you know, the situation I'm in, I may only get one. So you got to make the most of it. So that's what I'm trying to do now. As Gardner mentioned after the game Thursday, after the Jaguars got a victory, their first of the season. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour, presented by Jet Home Loans, J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli in Jacksonville. Pete Prisco down in Fort Lauderdale. We've discussed the Jalen Ramsey stuff today. We'll get back to that a little bit later. Now it's on to Gardner Minshew, and here comes Tony Baselli back to join us. Back on set. Glad to have you. Thank you. I Welcome just saw, back. I just no, saw no, that, jump, that back. Welcome. Back. Welcome back. No one knew it. Welcome you back. You had to say something. Well, you walked right across the camera no, shot. I walked across the camera. The camera. Yes, you did. What is wrong you. with you? We, no, uh, what are, what no. are we doing? What are we, I mean, this is unbelievable. No, it's right. actually believable. It's actually it's, believable. It's embarrassing. Really is, uh, Gardner Minshew. You're embarrassing, um, Gardner Minshew. This guy, I mean, the way he played the other night, and it's twenty or thirty. He had a few drops. It could have been much better than that. Um, the guy we've talked about this before has played and stepped up in big moments that a lot of other quarterbacks around the league have not been able to do. 
and I know it's only a three-game window, but he's doing things, Pete, that are pretty remarkable to see for any quarterback, much less a sixth-round rookie who all of a sudden, you know, didn't have arm strength coming into the league. Did you see my tweet? During the, you guys probably were working. You didn't see my tweet. I said, Nick who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Okay, now. No, I mean, look, I'm kidding around. But, but look, the bottom line is the kid has confidence. He has swagger. He believes in himself. And he moves his head. He goes from left to right and right to left. He finds the open receiver. He knows where to go pre-snap. He's calm in the pocket. He can move to throw. Uh, he should have had another touchdown. You, you know, D.D. Westbrook dropped one right in the bucket. So for me, look, again, at home, you're, you're playing well. He did nice things at the end of the game against the Texans. He rallied against the Chiefs. But now you're on the road against the Broncos. And granted, the Broncos aren't a good team. And they haven't had a sack or a takeaway in any game yet so far, which is amazing. Uh, but still, now you're on the road. And, Tony, you know you go to that place. That's tough to play in there. Uh, it'll be interesting to see what he does this week. I expect him to play well, by the way. But he's been uh, outstanding so far. How do Vaughn Miller and uh, Bradley Chubb not have one sack just, in three games? I was games? about to ask the same thing. I haven't watched any tape yet. I mean, how does that happen, Pete? Well, the first game, the ball came out quickly. The second game, the Bears are one of those teams that gets the ball out, you know, with that gimmicked-up offense that they play. So it's tough. And last yesterday, it was Rodgers. So, I mean, it could be – you know how that can be. Hmm. Well, I'll say this about Minshew. Um, he is everything Pete said, and he has a lot of composure. And he's wildly accurate. That's yes. the one thing that's not talked about enough. He's so accurate. And I was talking to Troy Aikman at halftime, or maybe it was before the game, about him. Name dropping. Well, he was doing the game on Thursday night. <laughs> so it's like, that's what we do in the media. We talk to each other. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, I said, what do you think about watching him on tape? He says, I love him. And the one thing he said is how accurate he is. 74% passer. And that doesn't even include, obviously, the drops, too. That he's had well, and it's that not like on the money also. It's not like he's dinking and dunking either. He throws it down the field. He's, uh, he's not afraid to take the shot. Um, and watching the tape th this morning, what was really interesting to me about him, now he missed a couple guys, like every quarterback does. Like he's one behind Marquise Lee. No, no, I'm not saying, well, no, because he was getting hit there. Right, that wasn't right, his fault. Right. I'm saying like, you watch a play and you watch it over and all twenty two is like, oh, he could have gone could've. here. But that's all right. I mean, you're getting away. I mean, you're going through reads and it's easy to say that on tape. I mean, you could do that when you play watch Drew Brees or Tom Brady or anybody. Well, what stands out with him, he has yet to make a mistake. He has not thrown in, into coverage where the ball can be intercepted by somebody else. The one interception he had well, was that. The one, the one that he threw on the sideline that kind of – he got away with that one a little bit. Which it was a was great that? throw, but there were two guys there. But, Remember but that, he had – That they, was a great – it was a corner. Well, no one else is catching that but, his, but Didi. Yeah, but it's in the double coverage. You're not going to no, admit that? No. The safety was getting there late. It was the, yeah. he, was, he saw the corner. He saw where the safety was. Hey, don't get me wrong, Tony. I, I like that ch that chance throw. He had the check down in front of him. It could have been an easy completion. He took the big shot. My point is, Pete, he's not he's not making throws. And maybe I'm just scarred because we saw it here for five years. That right when the ball's gone, you're like, that's a pick. Like, why is he throwing it there? There's no Correct. there's no throws. You're like, why? Like, what did he what see? In the world is like, he looking what at? What is he right. doing? Yeah. 
which is remarkable because it's not like he's just going through one read and checking down. So he's next level looking around. He's impressive. And I think what if he keeps doing it? I, I was about to stole my thunder. That's where I was going. <laughs> he keeps doing it. Does it, does it have to be a bunch of wins and keep doing it? Or if he keeps doing it and they lose some games along the way, what, what level of math do you have to do with all that? Well, here's the, I mean, you know, you got to win. You got, well, you got to be 500. So if they're, let's say they're five and four after the, after the London game. I don't know how you go. If he's playing at this level, how do you get off him? How do you leave him? Well, you look at your bank statement for one. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> right? I mean, you're paying that guy all that money. You're not going to put him I, back in when he's back, Tony? I'm not saying he's Tom Brady, but Bill Belichick had a big payroll. He was paying uh, Drew Bledsoe, and Tom Brady was winning, and Drew Bledsoe came back, and and – Belichick said, "You sit on the sidelines. I'm playing the uh, the second year guy." Did you just hear Look, that, Pete? He just compared him to Tom Brady. No, I'm Again. saying, but the, which, no, means, uh, which means he's compare, comparing Doug Marone to Bill Belichick. No, but I'm giving <laughs> you, Pete. You just asked the question. How do you do that? And I'm giving you an instance, and that's what what happened. We're, you're getting a little ahead of yourself here. Wait a second. I'm not getting ahead of myself. But let's not let's not do revisionist history. None of us knew Tom Brady. Was going to be Tom Brady in two thousand two when he? Of when course he not. Of and by the way, not. he was not great. He managed the game. They won games on defense. My guess so, is, if you go look at the numbers of his first three games, they were nowhere near what Minshew did. So what you're saying is that Minshew can manage them to a Super Bowl. Then I'm not saying that. Nobody knew that as well <laughs> during that time. But come on now, you know as well I know. as I do. Look, there, look, I remember I'm, back I then it was a big debate. Look, if he plays that well. He'd be hard pressed to take him out. Wasn't there? What if, remember, has, what if he has? Hold on, hold four on. Four more games like this. Pete, hold on before we do this. <laughs> Let me ask you a question because you covered the NFL back then, and it was a big debate. Do you keep? Oh, yeah. with, do you keep with Brady or do you go back to the franchise quarterback Bledsoe, who's making was maybe the, one of the highest paid quarterbacks at the time in the NFL? There was a debate at Super Bowl week. Remember, because Brady yes. came off the uh, Bledsoe came off the bench. And, and beat the Steelers. Remember that debate at the Super Bowl? Who's going to start? Yeah, because uh, Brady got hurt against the Steelers. Right, right. And and I'll be honest, at the time, I was big Bledsoe guy. <laughs> I would have started Bledsoe. So yeah, see what I been, know. You'd have been wrong. I got 2001 numbers up. You guys want to hear them? Brady, yeah. Bledsoe. So, of course, uh, the game he got hurt. Here comes Brady in, 5 of 10 passing in relief, right? That was against the Jets week two. Well, and Lewis the, put him out, yep. Right, and then 13 of 23 for Brady the next week against Andy, 168. No touchdowns, no picks. That's managing it, I think. At Miami, 12 of 24, 86 yards passing. That's managing it. Got sacked four times. Uh, at home against San Diego, 33 of 54 for 364, two touchdowns. But that was like his high-water passing mark but that whole that's season. That's the kind of game you're going to have to see from Minshew at some point to sit there and say, okay, it's this is a legitimate conversation. So you gotta have one of those but, kind of games. Yeah, but like twenty two for twenty five, at two seventy five isn't that game? No, 30, 28 for thirty eight for three thirty and three touchdowns is that game. This team doesn't want to throw it thirty eight times. Well, you know, but, but sometimes you're forced to. 
New England didn't that, that year New England didn't want to throw it thirty eight times All right, did, Well right? here's so that was one that the fifty four passing attempts in that game. And of course, like the rest of the way, his passing numbers are in the two hundreds most mid two hundreds. Two fifty eight was his next highest the rest of the season. That's my point. And no one back then thought Tom Brady was going to end up being the greatest quarterback in the history of the NFL. All I'm saying, if this, if Minshew keeps on going down the path that he is, playing the efficient football that he is, and you win games, and you're six and three, five and four, it's not an easy decision to go right back to Nick Foles. It's not a given in my book. Okay, so let's play, spin it forward. Say Minshew come, plays the rest of the way, and they go to the playoffs. Then what do you do with Nick Foles? Well, you can't do anything. You're stuck because you have all that money, dead money on him. You, you, you say you're, he's your backup unless someone will trade for him. That's an expensive backup, Vaselli. What are you going to do with him, Pete? Maybe I, I don't know. Well, you, I mean, trade, it would be a you... pleasant problem to have. Let's put it that way. Yeah, can we revisit this in about a month? So re- No, uh, no, because we like playing it forward, and yeah. the schedule's favorable now. <laughs> so let's, see, let's read the next six games out. Read the next six games for the Jaguars. For the Jaguars. Because that's when Nick's schedule will come back. All right, stand by. Stand by. At Denver. That's right. At Denver, at Carolina. Both winnable. Might might not have Cam Newton. Probably won't have Cam Newton. They would rather have Cam Newton than Kyle Allen. But Mm. trust me, I've seen both. Home against the Saints. No Drew Brees. That's winnable. At Cincinnati. They're terrible. Definitely winnable. Home against the Jets. Definitely winnable. And home at Wembley against the Texans. Winnable. Every single one of those games is winnable. Every so that's one. Six them. games. They're one and two right now. Can they go four and two there? I think they can. What if they, what if they won all six of them? Well, then he's your quarterback. <laughs> he just buried Nick Foles. Yeah, I mean, because if they win two more games the rest of the way, they're in the playoffs. Pete, right? what, if he wins, if he wins those, if he wins the next six, who are you starting at quarterback? What if he wins him and throws for 200 and the defense is playing on uh, unreal football? Nobody's scoring on. I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> yeah. If you win the next six games with Gardner Minshew as your quarterback. He's starting a quarterback. Thank you. That's, a, no, that's like the easiest question I've gotten all day. Let's what about back. you don't lose your job by injury? Yeah. Not if you guys win. <laughs> if the guy's undefeated, maybe, maybe you do. Then you do. <laughs> back in Tony, moment. Did, you know, did you know anybody that lost their job by injury that you played with? I I'm trying to think. I don't remember. No, but usually that's the adage, right? You don't lose your job by injury? Unless the guys were really good. <laughs> right. <laughs> Back in a moment. We'll, uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm, just tell, I'm telling the truth. The truth. <laughs> I know, but it, it would be unreal if that happened. It really would be. Offensive line talk when we come back. Been good in pass protection, Tony, but the run game. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I don't yeah, like that. We're going to figure out why. Okay, let's talk come about it. Hey, uh, Daily's play schedule coming up. Brantley Gilbert coming up this Friday, September 27th. Zach Brown band October 17th. Chicago. This is Chicago. It's October 18th. Young Thug and Machine Gun Kelly the next night, the 19th. Tickets at dailiesplace.com. Back with more. It's Jaguars Happy Hour. Presented by Jet Home Loans and the Jaguars Digital Network. Here, the last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. 
DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi folks, Frank Franzi here for the best barbecue in town. That is Bono's. Head to Bono's today. 15 locations on the First Coast and six more at TIAA Bank Field. You see, Bono's is the official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. You want great barbecue, you want Bono's. Plenty of parking, clean family restaurants, and oh, by the way, the best barbecue you have ever had. So if you want great barbecue, head to Bono's today. The official barbecue of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. For 25 years, we've been cheering on our Jaguars with an unwavering loyalty and commitment. To celebrate this milestone season, swing by gate and cheers to 25 years with the Jaguars 25th Anniversary Collectible Cup. Only at gate. Grab your 32-ounce cup today and fill it up with your favorite fountain drink for just $1.25. Then refill anytime for 99 cents. While supplies last, gate serving up more. You know, you focus on the team. You can't focus on um, hypotheticals like, hey, what about this? Or is this happening? Or is that, you know, you, you, you don't know. And, and the thing that happens is when you start um, changing your emotion on that or you start leaning one way or the other, and you're not just dealing with what's actually just happening right on the practice field, in the meeting rooms, or on the games. You, 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 for me, I've gotten myself in trouble in the past. So this is more about me, of how I handle things, and I just keep a, a, a laser-like focus on, on what I have to do in, in my role. As head coach Doug Marone earlier today is press availability leading into Broncos week, week four, and the National Football League coming up a little later. Welcome back. Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Holmlows. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco's down in South Florida, and his, of course was asked there about the – the Ramsey situation, the distractions, how do you keep the team away and how do you focus on it? And that, that was his answer. So uh, now it's just trying to move ahead and get ready for the Broncos. Well, well, you know, Tony, but think about this, though. 
the only game they won was the week they had that distraction, right? I mean, so you just move on, you play football. You go play, you go play the games. And and Jalen went out and played the game, and his teammates went out and played the game. I mean, that's what you do. You're paid to play football. Once a distraction, look, I think distractions sometimes can be so overblown because you just go play. And you know that better than I do, Tony. You play the game. I got asked about it, and I, and I said, listen, I got to be honest with you. If it was a, he's on the other side of the ball, has no impact on my job and what I do, I probably would have said something to him about, you know, you know, shut up or whatever. I mean, someone would have said something in the locker room. But then you would have moved on. I wouldn't have, it wouldn't have affected one thing I did. Like, it would have zero impact on my life getting ready to play the Tennessee Titans. Like, the only thing I would have said is, like, hey, man, that's not a good look. Not, we shouldn't be doing that on the sidelines. You can't do that to the head coach, and it's not good. Like, let's move on. We don't need it anymore. Like, we had a guy. But, but as far had, as contract and stuff like that, no, when you trade it, you stay out of that. I, that's I, not I your business. Who cares? It's none of my business. But we, we had a guy, and we had a couple, but there was one guy who liked to talk a lot in the locker room. And Keenan and I were laughing about this on the sidelines. And we'd all just look at him and say, shut up. And we'd say his name. Enough. Who was it? I'm not going to say. Why not? Because it's, it's the, there's certain things that happen in the locker room need to stay in the locker room. It was on the I'm locker room. It was on the sideline. No, it was, like, it, it, it wait, was, it talks a lo- talked a lot in the locker room to you never, guys or just, just never, talked on the field? Just would never shut up. Oh. Let me see if I can figure out who that is. It doesn't matter. Wouldn't I'm not going to tell you. And, like, but, and, and so, but we were, the, lo- the locker room, my whole point is the locker room would police it. And the locker room Wy- would take care of it. Wydell never shut up. I'm not saying who it is. Um, <laughs> so, Why would you say it? It was 25 years ago. Because it's a locker room. A lot, that's our thing. Locker room has certain privileges. That uh, is, he, unless oh, you're Pete, oh, Pete I don't know if you know this. Come on. It's 25 years ago. Pete, Plus, I'm writing a book. He's going to write a book later. I was going to break the news. He's writing a book. He wants to hold the stories gotta for save, later. We've got to save some I mean, of the good stuff for on. the book, Pete. You're um, not writing a book. Yeah. Oh, gosh, yeah. I'm on right now. It's taking me like three months to get the first page done, so it's going to take a while. <laughs> That's about what I would expect. <laughs> it's almost like the two hours it takes you to do a one-minute tease for the game you're doing on yeah, Thursday. Yeah, just, just wait till you have to record the audio book first. It, it's going it. to be, co- it's gonna be color by numbers. <laughs> um, the, uh, it's not going to be like Super Southpaw, the, book, the kid's book I wrote on Brunel? <laughs> no. Uh, no, it'll be better than that. Uh, but my whole point is it would have been no distraction for me getting ready. Like, the only distraction would have been in the defensive back room. Like, if that would have been an offensive lineman, okay, that might be a little bit of a distraction. I'm with you. I, I, I promise you. Play. I promise and, you. Those, those five big guys weren't worried about Jalen Ramsey. It might have been a distraction for him because he didn't play that well last week. A couple of balls got caught on him. Yeah. It wasn't his best game. He's better than that. But there were a couple of moments, though, where – he, you saw some plays. Like, okay, this guy is still playing here. Oh, Damn. I thought he played hard. Just like he oh, he, he got... plays hard. He just didn't play as well as he normally does. Yeah. Got beat deep. It was a perfect throw. He, he was just there, just right over his fingertips. And then, like on the one scoring drive in the second half, he had like three balls thrown in front of him. Now maybe that was the coverage. They told everything. Maybe they're telling the DBs to keep everything in front of you. Just come up and tackle. That could have been. So I, I mean, but yeah, it wasn't his best. No. Now, here's the one thing. If you're going to make this much noise as a player, and this just doesn't go for Jalen, anybody, at some point you have to make like game-changing plays. 
We haven't seen that. He's well, he had three. one in Houston. He dropped it. Yeah, he said that. Well, one that's chance. my point. That was it, Pete. Hey, and he was don't don't get me wrong. He was great in that game. I'm not saying he wasn't good. But usually, did you see he was rated. Did you see he was rated the 38th best cornerback in the league or something like by that? Who? By Pro Football Focus. Oh, your guys. Yeah. Call me on that. I'll tell you a story after. I can't tell you on the air, but I'll tell you a story about Why that. Why not? Because I, I can't. This I cannot. This do. is not 25 years ago. No, but this time. is like brand new. I, I'll tell you later. Um, but you know what I'm saying, Pete? When you, yeah. are, if you're going to make this much noise and beat your chest that you're the greatest player ever and you want to get paid and everything else. Like Dion used to, and then he'd back it up. And Dion would go make like special game-changing plays. Correct. Correct. I haven't seen that in the first three games from Jalen Ramsey. In fact, the one time he had a chance to win the game, possibly, he dropped the pick that was in his hands. It was a pick six. Yeah, but he also took DeAndre Hopkins and neutralized him. That's hard to do. Yes, he did. Uh, Pete, you're missing my point. I'm not, I'm not saying he's not a fabulous player. He's a very good player. He's probably the best corner in football. But the more you talk and the more you want the attention and the more you say, look at me, it's all about me, 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 which you love, Pete. That's you. You have to back it up with some special play. I want to, I, 100%. He's got to be like Dion. If he's going to talk the talk, you got to walk the walk. Hey, one, one thing I wanted to pivot to here, and I want to ask you, Tony, and I'm going to put you on the spot. Great. Okay? Yep. I have nothing but the utmost respect for Tom Coughlin. I really do. I think he's a Hall of Fame coach. I think he's an even better person. And while I used to have my wars with him, it was, you know, back looking back on it now, nothing but respect for the man as both a man and a football coach. And when he goes to Canton, and he will, I will be there. But having said all that, does him being president of the football team and being on the field with a whistle impact these kind of situations? He's on the field with a whistle? I don't think I've ever I, I've seen, never a, seen a, whistle. a whistle. Yeah, I see one day in practice cup last year. I think it was he had a whistle on around his neck. I've never seen or one. Or stopwatch. Whistle. He has a stopwatch too. Or stopwatch. Well, so do all the other something. Scouts. Yeah, so does every other scout. I mean, he has a he has a taking notes and stuff. Does that affect? He, but he's in the middle of the thing. He's not like a normal president. It's almost like he's assist, He's the coach at times. He's another coach. Does that impact when you're the team president? He's the oh, vice, okay, he's the vice example, president. Who's the team president? He's not. He's would the team. He, he's the would vice. Would you be on the field every day? He's the executive vice president of football, football ops. ops. He's not the president. Okay. Would you be on the field every day, in that role? Uh, I don't know. I would be on the field, but I would. I would not. Side. Be on the side. Yeah, I would. Standing there, street yeah, clothes. I, I'm a firm believer. There's one voice to the football team, and that's the head coach. Okay. So back to my initial question: but Is I, that does I, that I, impact? How he in this situation? How he's relating to Jalen Ramsey? Possibly. I mean, it might be a because I, I don't know how much he's really involved in the day to day with the coaching staff. So I'm not here in that role. But what might be affecting it, Pete, is how Tom perceives the situation. He might have his coaching hat on and not a vice president of operations hat on. Two different roles. Correct. Does that make sense? So I don't know if it's affecting it from the player side. But I often wonder, Tom's a coach. At, at the very core of who Tom Coughlin is, he's a football coach. And now Correct. he's being asked to be a 
vice president of operations that's not a football coach. Different roles, two different things. And you have to you look at things differently. You have to look at the big picture. You have to look long term. You have to do all that. Is he doing that or is he looking at this from a coaching standpoint? That's a fair question. Yeah. Let's come back. Crossfire when we talk that we're gonna have to talk really fast because it's a short segment because we went it long is. there. We went That's long. right. That's we, right. That was poor management oh. by UP. I mean by JP. Yeah, don't look at me. Poor management, JP. Don't look at me. You did a bad job. You're the one talking. You're the one who's supposed to be quarterback. Will you shut this up thing. so I can go to break? For sure. That'd be great. Better, Thank you. Tell me to shut up, I shut up. Good. I How about talk the anymore? rest of the show? I can go home right now. Please. I, I have a little sore throat. throat. I don't feel great. <laughs> We've heard that today somewhere else. I might want to be traded. It's Jaguars. Oh, we, we can get that done, by the way. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. Hungry for something different and delicious during the game? Visit the Daily's Food Truck in the Fan Entertainment Zone near Gate 1. They call it the world's nicest food truck. And at over 48 feet long, it's one of the world's largest as well. Serving Daly's fresh made-to-order sandwiches, subs, tacos, and desserts before, during, and immediately after the game. You will absolutely love Daly's food and friendly service. Come by and see why the Daly's food truck is the world's nicest. Or just stop by and grab a quick pick for the gram. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. Jags fans, TIAA Bank is here to help you keep your money working hard, week in and week out. Open a yield pledge checking or money market account today and start scoring some of the most competitive rates in the country. To see how we can fit into your financial game plan, visit a financial center near you or find us online at TIAABank.com slash Jags. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. This Jaguar season, how would you like an all-inclusive air-conditioned suite for your tailgate? Mike Dempsey here for Party Shack. It's a turnkey setup that means no prep on your end. You can host clients, staff, and friends to catered food sponsored by Publix with a full bar, top deck roof lounge, and best of all, air-conditioned comfort with two TVs in each suite. So take your whole office or group of friends to the top-of-the-line Jaguars tailgate experience. Book your company's Party Shack suite right now at jacksvillage.com. jacksvillage.com.
Jaguars Happy Hour presented by Jet Home Loans. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. Time for Crossfire. We're going to talk fast, real fast. We've got a quick segment here. We're going to go fast. You ready? Yep, let's do it. Topic number one, the offensive line. Pretty decent in pass protection. What's going on in the run game up front? Boy, they're struggling to sustain blocks. Uh, it, they're not getting to the next level very well. Too much penetration. Just, And it's not every guy, every play. They can't get five guys on the same page, and you have to have that. If you're an offensive line, then you have the tight ends in there as well. Uh, I don't know if we have a great inline tight end blocking group. Um, not the most physical dominating group, so you have some big defensive ends. That makes it more difficult. And then the final piece of why the running game's not working, I don't think Leonard Fournette's running great. Now, Thursday night was on the offensive line, not him as much. Um, and he did have the one nice long run. I wonder if, if if Leonard Fournette is a zone runner, a zone scheme that he can stretch to the front side, see it on the backside, plant one foot and get north and south. Or do mm. they need to go to more of a gap scheme where he's just, just a one, just a downhill. Find the hole in front of you and just put keep a lead, yeah, it. put a lead backer in front of him and just go downhill. It might just be a stylistic thing. Um, some guys can do both, some can't, and it'll be hey, interesting. Have you to watch. seen Have you seen the posters around Jacksonville yet? No. There's wanted posters for Andrew Norwell for stealing. Wow, well, that's a shot right there. Wow. I mean, look, he's not playing close to what they're paying him. Let's be real. That's fair. He I mean, uh, and he hasn't played. Last year, the excuse was that he was hurt, right? And, and look, let's be honest about it. If you're paying that guy that much money, he's got to be significantly better than he's been. Same for the center. Um, that's fair. They need to play better. The interior need to play better. I think and right what now, do you do you at right guard, Tony? I would play Will Richardson. Um, I'd play him there. I think AJ's like he's not the problem per se. It's not like AJ's the reason why you're not running the ball. I do think Will Richardson's better than AJ, uh, especially long term. Uh, so we'll wait and see. And you know they rotated last week. I did not like that. I would not play Obuehi at left tackle. It sounds like Cam is going to get more and more of this as we. Go I wouldn't here. give Obuehi any reps at left tackle unless Cam's hurt. Yeah. Or Will Richardson's hurt. So what would you do? You if if you were going to take Cam out for spurts because he's not in the best of shape, you would play uh, Richardson over there. Yes, I would. Me too. All right, let's move to the next topic quickly here and go to Leonard Fournette, the running game. He's played 167 of 177 offensive snaps this year. Should they give other running backs reps? Absolutely. Yes. Without a doubt, yes. Play Rock Armstead. It's not working right now with Leonard Fournette. I'm not putting it all on Leonard Fournette, but let's see if someone else can get in the rhythm with his offensive line and have more success because right now the running game is abysmal. And the easy cop-out is to blame the offensive line. It might be mostly the offensive line. I think it was mostly the offensive line Thursday night. But still, I would give Rock Armstead, uh, Rock Armstead some reps and to see if he can have more success with the uh, guys up front. I'm not saying I would bench Leonard Fournette. He's still my starter. Mm -hmm. But I'm putting in the first half against the Broncos, Rock Armstead's getting two series for me. I'm with you 100%, Tony. The kid had an explosive ability when you saw him. Um, give him a chance. 
You're not getting it done with Fournette. It takes him too long to get to the line of scrimmage. And like Tony said, I don't think he fits with what they're doing. And Try I, another guy. At least I give think, him a couple snaps. I think fatigue had a play in him not scoring on that long run late in the game. He had been playing all those snaps all game long. And usually you well, see him. Well, he got him beat take, up, too. He got right. beat up. They hit him a ton. Took a lot of shots. You usually see him take Well, here's the, the thing. We have 20 seconds. Eleven. He had 11 carries for minus eight yards before that long run. That's, That's all you right. need to know. That's right. Uh, who finishes the year with more sacks? Allen, Campbell, or Ngakwe? Pete, one word. Campbell. Campbell. Back in a moment. Hour number two. Thanks for playing Crossfire, guys. It was yep. fun. It was quick today. Uh, hour number two. I thought you'd be more excited. Uh, Jaguars no, happy really. hour. The second hour right around the corner on the Jaguars digital network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80 proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better. And that means treating people better with friendly, personal service that's kept our members happy since 1952. A smile and personal greeting when you enter the branch, an online or phone chat for those quick questions, and a call center that's open every day. If you believe that great service is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Are you suffering from shoulder pain? If you have clicking and popping in the shoulder joint, persistent pain that intensifies with use, an inability to lift your arm over your head, or a tingling, burning sensation in the shoulder, elbow, or wrist, waiting to see a doctor could make your injury worse. Baptist Health and Jacksonville Orthopedic Institute have innovative and effective treatment options available right now to relieve your pain and restore your mobility. Don't wait. Call 904-JOI-2000. Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton Hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. For tile, wood, and stone, come to the nationwide low price leader, Floor Decor. The prices are the lowest you will find. Not only did we find lots of options, we were like, oh my gosh, it's so affordable. It's affordable no matter what your budget. I saved a lot of money at Floor Decor. We came in under budget. Way under budget. Uh, way under budget. It's really the best pricing. You're getting an incredible product for an amazing price. Why wouldn't you want to save money? Money and make your house look great. I love to save money. Who doesn't like to save money? <laughs> Florin Decor, two Jacksonville area locations. Or visit florindecor.com.
We're back. Second hour of Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli in Jacksonville, Pete Prisco in Fort Lauderdale. The Jags basking in the glow of a Thursday night football win. They're now one and two. Headed to Denver this week for week four. Plenty to discuss in our second hour. We'll get to your social media questions. We'll go around the National Football League as well. We've touched on the Jalen Ramsey talk. He's really sick, apparently. Yes, he's actually sick. Yes. Okay. It is well, not- here's the other thing, Tony. Isn't it easy to prove? Just send your doctors over his house. No, my point is he's actually sick. It's not a faker move. It's not fair. Sp- I didn't think it's it not was. I never thought day it off. was. But I'm saying people who thought it was. Can you just send him? The doctor can go see him. So you can dislike Jalen all you want for some of the antics he has uh, come up with the last week or so. But this is not an antic. He's really sick, and uh, I, for one, hope he gets better. Don't like anyone being sick. I don't feel very good today either. I'm a little under the weather. You know, I'm, I'm, just, fi- I'm fighting gonna, through it. You're going to come sit right here by me. Thanks. I'm fighting through it. Appreciate that. What do, you about- got, what do you got, Basil? You got a flu too? No, you know, I just woke up a little sore throat this morning. I don't know why. Oh. I, don't, I, I don't like that, though. So I've been on all kinds. He's going to come in here and give it to everybody else, Pete. That's great. Uh, no, you, you know what he's going to do? He's going to make it worse by talking again as much as he does. You would, Let's go quick. Let's go quick. His first answer was 20 minutes. <laughs> we didn't even get through all the topics, Pete. What That's fair. Doing? That's fair. It's a good point. The world. <laughs> I got no comeback to that. I'm not going to talk anymore. We, <laughs> we've touched on Jalen. Um Minshew mania. Are you guys tapping the brakes or are you riding the wave of Minshew mania? I'm hanging 10, baby. Are you? Riding Pete. it. I'm riding it out. Hanging 10. Pete? Uh, look, I'm in agreement with him. I love the kid. I think he's great for the game. It's fun to watch him play. And he, you love seeing a guy who anticipates. And, and yes, I'm riding. And I, I look, I want to see him play well. I like guys who have a swagger and a chip on their shoulder. He certainly has both of them. He, I mean, seemed, he seems like a good guy, too. That's the part of it, I've too. never he met does. him. I've never talked to him um, at any extended period of time. I don't know if he's a good guy or not, but he's fun to watch. And uh, he is a stud in the pocket, handles himself uh, really well, everything I've seen so far. He's probably – I'm not – I mean, I'm going to give you a little preview. I'm probably going to lock this game this week. How confident I'm feeling oh, about Oh, wow. <laughs> wow. That's how confident I'm feeling about it. A um, roadlock? I'm well, you already locked it. six wins when by the time Foles uh, no, comes no, back. No, 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 so. I didn't lock that. I, I said I'm, I'm right now between five and six wins, thinking about it. But this Denver game, uh, Wolf, their big defensive uh, three t- tackle, three technique. I think it hurt, yeah. He's not going to be out. Their Will linebacker might be out. Uh, I don't even know. I can't think of his name. Uh, but, they have not played very well defensively overall. And I'm like – I'll say this. Have, uh, here's a question for you. If you're picking teams right now, who are you picking first, Flacco or Minshew? I'm picking Minshew. Yeah, probably. Not probably. There's Tony, no doubt about Tony, it. Tony, the left – I want you to watch – here's what I want assignment for you for this week. Garrett Bowles, watch. I said, first of all – He's me, he's the worst left tackle I've ever seen in my life. Pete, One of them. I said this – We, I was looking at all the tackles two years ago, maybe three years ago. He's out of Utah. I was uh, grading them all and watching them all, and I said, no chance I'm drafting Garrett Bowles to be my left tackle, especially in the first round. No chance. He is narrow. He does not have a big arse. (laughs) So he's not a naturally just big man. And I thought he would struggle with power. And he does. They've asked him to gain weight. 
and he refuses. Because he can't, Pete. His frame doesn't allow him to. Look at his frame. He's narrow. But he also eats like a vegetarian or that's something, a, that's Tony. A, first of all, you can't be an offensive lineman. It's like that's – I'm telling you, one of the things that's going to end is not good for – I'm not – I shouldn't say end. That's not fair. I don't want all the vegans to get mad. But these people who are going like vegan and vegetarian to play professional football, it's not good for you. It's not. Tell me one vegan who's having success right now. Tom Brady. I don't know any vegan. Do you know any vegans? Cam Newton, vegan. How's that Ooh. going? <laughs> okay. What's Tom Brady's method? I don't even know. I haven't read I, his I, book. I, that's the TB12. That's, that's not different. vegan. Different. That's different. It's his own it's thing. Clo- it's close to vegan. No, but it's, not, it's vegan. not. But when you're when you have six Super Bowls, you can do anything you want. Um, Gerald McCoy, Carolina Panthers, vegan. How's that going? Hmm. Garrett Bowles going all in on vegans. <laughs> Garrett Bowles. Garrett Bowles, vegetarian. According to Pete, how's that working? No, out? I didn't say he was a vegetarian. That's I what you just said. Weird. I don't. Pete. It does something weird. He's just not good, and they're and they. they why are they so patient with him? I can't he's, figure it out. They have nobody else. They have nobody else, and he's not big enough. The reason they know that he needs to gain weight, he's not big enough, strong enough to hang, hang up against the power. So he ends up holding everybody as soon as any power comes. And then he leans, and when you lean, you can't handle the speed because they get on the edge too quick, and you hold again. Well, that's going to be Ngakwe over there, right? Yeah, Ngakwe did not look like himself. No, he's hurt still. I yeah, think. his hamstring's not. Hopefully, I would not. I would tell Ngakwe, rehab, sh- come to practice Friday. I don't want to see you until that hamstring's 100%, though. Yeah, you're correct. The other, But he's the only one <laughs> that, right. didn't, that didn't get pressure. Clay's Campbell's a beast. Played great. Oh, well, that guy was working against, I think, most defensive tackles in the league would have eaten him alive. That guy, he's a sun devil. He's terrible. Okay, I, Pete, I, I watched <laughs> the first two games of the Titans. Yeah. No, no one else was doing that against him at that level. But they got him off the scrap heap. He's not any good, though. I don't care. You st- Clayus Campbell's beating everyone he lined up but against. But Clayus is awesome. Don't get me wrong. He's awesome. How many sacks does Clayus have now? He had three in the game, right? Yeah, he had three in the game. I think that's all he's had all year. I thought, he yeah, had one against, no, I thought he had one against Houston. No, he didn't. No. no. Okay. Uh, another guy who had sacks in the game, Josh Allen, rookie defensive end from Kentucky. Two sacks in this game, and he was really fired up after the game, of course. Yeah, I mean, I think everybody thought we probably fell off because we started 0-2, uh, but we tried to bring that back. Uh, we're coming back better. Saxville will be back, I guess. We just got to keep pushing from here. Saxonville's back, he says, after and he was really excited when he spoke with Jeff Lagerman on the radio post game show. That was that was a fun interview. I think they could have talked the rest of the hour after the game, but you get that guy going, you get Calais going, if you can get Ngakwe healthy, like that's the plan they had coming into the season with that group. Well, they have a good group. They have really good defense, uh, when they are playing even close to their potential. And they played great on uh, Thursday night. And one thing that I thought was really interesting, and I think it showed how little uh, Todd Wash respected the passing game of Mariota, I bet you they went zero coverage, all-out blitz, like four to six times. And you just don't see that in the NFL very often. But they, you start to see more of it, though, Tony. Yeah, you are, but they came after him, Pete, from the start. I like that. I, I like taking You're going to give up some big plays once in a while, but you're going to beat the daylights out of them. And they did that. That um, was a dominant performance by that front four. And here's yeah, the thing. And, and what they Josh did great, Pete, was working against you know Conklin most of the time. Yeah, but he struggled. He struggled the week. I know. He's not the same player ever since the knee. 
Um, and they did a great job against the run, too. They shut out uh, Derrick Henry. The, the run game was nothing. That was the story coming in. I'm sure they got tired of hearing about it. I was really impressed with just everything they did. What about Taven Bryant? He had a sack. Yeah, two. Did he have two? I thought he had one. I thought he got credited with two. He got credited officially with one. Yeah, only one, Pete. Oh, try right. Yeah, come on. Well, who is Smoot had two. Smoot had two, yes. Right. But, you know, Taven had, uh, had taken a lot of criticism at the end of the preseason in week one. Rightfully so, too, by the way. Right, but then he played better la- uh, last week. He's playing better. And he played better this week. I, I better give him that. credit. Listen, there's nothing wrong with getting criticizing a guy. Like, we live in this world today. Like, if you criticize someone, like, oh, my gosh, how dare you? You might hurt their feelings. They're probably vegan. It's not personal. Like right. talk- and you're playing a professional sport you're, you're, where you make a lot of money and fans watch you and pay money to see you and media covers you and they want to tell the true story. Of course you can criticize them. I agree. And, and when you get criticized, that's not the end of the story. That's just part of it. And I give Taven Bryant, he got criticized, rightfully so, wasn't playing well. He, he says, okay, I'm going to get better. I'm going to fix it. And he has. That's that's the way it's supposed to work. And it's still a work in progress. Still too. a work in progress. Absolutely. I, I mean, it always is. There's a saying, you're either getting better or you're getting worse. You're never staying the same in this world. So you better be always trying to get better. I don't care if you're Clay's Campbell or Taven Bryant. Because if you're not, if you're staying the same, you're going backwards because everyone else is moving forward. I thought he Think was, that uh, one, JP. was much better on, on Thursday night, just from the TV. He looked uh, more active. He got off a block. I mean, that's. He hasn't done that, right? No, he played well. He played well against Houston. He played better against uh, the uh, Titans. He's gonna have, they're going to have a great opportunity because I don't think that offensive line for Denver is all that good. It's we'll not. Dig, I'll dig into the film, watch it more here, and understand, have a little better idea come Sunday. Um, this is a game that the defense should go dominate again. Flacco was sacked was it six times this Sunday. Four or six. Can't remember. It was, yeah. an, it was that, an even Packers number. defense is pretty good now. It's not as good as the Jags defense. No. So they should no, get he, after him. He, look, they should be able to get after him on, on Sunday. No question. I think that's going to be that's going to be an easy part of it. The question will become: Can they block Chubb and Miller? Well, everyone else is right now. Ball's getting out, and Minshew's good at moving around and getting away from pressure too. And he gets he makes quick decisions. I think you got to. I will say they have to get the run game going. They can't count on Mitchu to carry this team in the passing That's game. That's right. Yeah, they, they have to get balanced. it going. I mean, at some point. I mean, By the way, is... we, we glossed over something from the offensive side. I know we're talking defense here, but DJ Chark is one of the most improved players in the NFL. No, he's not. He is the most improved. Tell me wow. more improved. I'm trying to think. I'll think of somebody, but he's, no, he's, not, he's up there. He's in the no conversation. Way. He's, a t- he's like top 10 in re- yards and receptions and touchdowns and everything else after three weeks. He was a, a special teams player last year. That's right. And, you know, that, by the way, that's something he actually did very well, too. He, it wasn't like he just said, I'm not going to be a special. I'm too big for this. He no, embraced he, that. He's a competitor. I give him credit. I, and I was wrong. I'm wrong literally one to two times a year. I was wrong about DJ Chark. I was concerned about him coming out of the preseason. I was concerned about a receiving core. I didn't see where the production was going to come from. I said it. I was wrong. 
Shark's playing great. Conley's playing great. Didi, who I thought was going to be playing the best, is playing the worst of them. I still think he's going to have a good year. You got Minshew. I give that passing game. You're not getting a lot of production from the tight end, a little bit. Getting some balls to the back in Fournette. But it's mainly the receivers right now making it happen and led by Chark. I give him a ton of credit. I was wrong. So some of the Chark numbers, and if you're watching on Jaguars.com, you see them, some of them on the screen. 18 targets, 15 receptions. Those in the terms of the amount of guys that are targeted in the league, it's it's down the list a good bit. Then you get the catch percentage. I mean, that's 83% catch percentage. just pretty darn good. Uh, average yards per reception is just over 18 yards per catch. Unreal. Which is fantastic. It's 13th in the league currently. That'll spread out over the year, though. Uh, tied for fourth in touchdowns. Uh, tied for sixth in uh, the longest play of the year at 69-yarder. An average length, average length of a reception, 14.9. So, I mean, the guy's got – he's on his way. If he can keep this kind of pace up, that's the big question, I think, with him. And this offense. It's, it's, but if they get a run game, it's going to even be it'll better. Help. It'll help, yes. It'll help that. He's doing it without a, a true running game right now. I, I do worry about that. And I, I worry about it going to a place like Denver. Yeah. If you get stuck to having to throw the ball the entire game, that's not easy there. It's going to be loud. The place gets rocking. They have two good, really good pass rushers. Fournette and the line have to pull their weight. Right now, they're not. Are you concerned about Didi? No. I think Didi will be fine. I think he's fine. I do, I do too. I'm just asking. He just, I just had a rough go last week, yeah. and he'll, he'll come out of it. He's fine. Getting open. He's open. He's, there's no doubt about that. That's step one. He'll be fine. Not like he's getting – That's uh, a good for, – for a team that didn't have any receivers going into the season, that's become a good little group. Conley's been good. They've all, they're all DJ's playing well. DJ's been great. DD will get if they there. only had the tight end, that's the one they're missing right yep. there. Yep. And Oliver was back on the practice field today doing he, some things. He's a rookie. It's a lot to ask. Cool. We haven't seen we'll see. anything out of him. Uh, let's come back. We'll get uh, social questions. Tony's favorite. Yeah. This Bring is him. Tony's favorite. The Jags have launched a new mobile app and secured digital ticketing. The all-new official Jacksonville Jaguars app features exclusive content, live game streaming, enhanced game day alerts, and much more. In addition, look for secure digital ticketing this year. That means screenshots of tickets are no longer allowed. Download or update the official Jags app on Apple and Android devices. Avril Levine? Ah, Joe, I see you. Back in a moment. Your social questions is Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Jaguars fans are gearing up and saving big at Fanatics.com, the world's largest collection of officially licensed fan gear from all the leagues, teams, and Jaguars players you love. Shop the most trusted brands, exclusive designs by Fanatics, and autograph collectibles from today's biggest stars. Join Fanatics Rewards today and earn fan cash on every purchase. Shop now and get today's special offer. Fanatics.com, officially licensed everything. For 25 years, we've been cheering on our Jaguars with an unwavering loyalty and commitment. 
To celebrate this milestone season, swing by gate and cheers to 25 years with the Jaguars 25th anniversary collectible cup. Only at gate. Grab your 32 ounce cup today and fill it up with your favorite fountain drink for just $1.25. Then refill anytime for 99 cents while supplies last. Gate, serving up more. Ford's SUV season is here. If you're looking for the brand with more SUVs on the road today, get a Ford. If you're looking for hands-free tech and spacious seating, get a Ford. And if you're looking for the best deal of the season, get a Ford during SUV season. But hurry, these deals won't last long. Get to your local Ford dealer or learn more at buyfordnow.com. Based on IHS market total vehicles and operation as of October 2018 for all CUV and SUV segments. Jags fans, fill your wallet with one debit card that screams Duval exclusively from TIAA Bank. The Jacksonville Jaguars Visa Debit Card comes with a fierce look and fantastic features so you can pay with pride wherever you go. And it's yours free when you open a Yield Pledge checking account. Up your financial game today. Visit a financial center near you or find us at TIAABank.com slash JagsCard. TIAA Bank is a division of TIAA, FSB, member FDIC, and the official bank of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jack Hananiah's Audi Jacksonville and Jack Hananiah's Audi Orange Park give you the power of two. Double the selection and double the savings on over 600 new and pre-owned vehicles with payments from $249 a month. Put the power of two to work for you at Audi Jacksonville and Audi Orange Park. Online at jacksaudis.com. Stock number EN0183790. 75 months and 7% APR with 1500 down. With approved credit. Vehicle subject to prior sale plus tax tag guideline fees. We're back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco, glad you're with us. Jags and the Broncos coming up this Sunday from Mile High. Long time between now and then, but a lot happening. The uh, Jags are back on the field today for a short, kind of lighter practice, and then the team's off tomorrow, the regular Tuesday off day, and then back at it Wednesday to start the week for Denver. Let's get to the social questions. Tony's favorite. Love it. Do you? Let's do it. Let's do this. Number one, at Tornado Soul 7 asking, when will the offensive gameplay include more carries for the other running backs? Fournette doesn't seem to be more productive when he's used exclusively as the only running back. We touched on this a moment ago, but yeah, he's had all but 10 reps of the entire offensive snaps all season long. That was the plan. They wanted to do that, though, going into the season. Yeah, I would, uh, I would give two series a half to uh, Armstead. That's two, what I would do. Two per half. So you have you have thirteen to fourteen series a game. I would say twelve to fourteen. So give uh, you know three to four of them to Armstead. Why not? I, I'm with you. I, I think he needs to it's touch not the working the way Find it's out going. what he is. Find out what he can do on game day when it counts. Um, you know, look, you're not getting anything from Fournette. You might as well try something else. And maybe you keep Fournette a little fresher towards the end of a sure. game or a season or wherever. You know. Yeah. You're not beating them up all game long. Maybe we can run the ball. We'll see. I don't know. You got to try something. It's not working what you're doing right now. It's not all for net. The offensive line has to play better. Next social question from at Young Baselli. As a young father, I would like to know from Tony, since he has kids, how did you know when your kids were faking sick to try to get out of school? Thanks, fellas. I wonder what this is referring to. 
Well, I don't think Jalen's faking it, so let's do let's just put that to bed. We've already said that. Um, but it's a great question, and you have to be a little bit of a Jedi as a father to read through and to see really what's going on. A, a key thing is there: find out what they have to do as far as homework that day. Find out if there's any tests that day, because a dead give- giveaway is if they have homework they have not done that's due, or there's a big test that they're not prepared for. It's amazing how many people get sick during those situations. But those are keys to look for. Pete, you got any insight to this? I don't have any kids, but uh, I don't. I I remember when I had mono at the Times Union. I wanted to work. They made me go home. Yeah, you're such a tough guy, Pete. Yeah, it's all I know about I am. The, it's all about the team, right, Pete? Huh? It's all about the team, right? Well, they were worried I was going to infect other people, of course, but that's a whole other story. I'm say I was Sam Darnold. They kept him away. Did you see that? Well, they had to. Well, yeah. He can't play. His, his spleen might rupture. No, not, not from playing. I'm saying they kept him out of the facility because yeah, you he, was, he could have infected other people in the building. You want no one else to get sick? Of course. Did you ever miss a practice or anything being sick, Baselli? Nope, never. Not one. Perfect no? attendance for you, huh? College or pros. He almost missed today, though, because he had a sore throat. No, I'm here. He's Talk a tough, tough media guy now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the well, media guy. Look at him. I've played sick before too. That's miserable. Oof. Was that is, is that it? like a why? Because you lose all those fluids and your body gets even oh, worse. Oh, right? dying, hurting. Yeah, like oh, I bet that's miserable. It's miserable. I've, what? Uh, uh, so Michael Jordan had the flu game in the finals. Did yeah. you have one similar to that, like a playoff game or something where you're sick? No. Yeah, I was. We could call si- it the I flu was game. Sick in Denver at, at like altitude. Sick I remember game. that. I, I remember throwing, that. Throwing up before the game. Got a lot. Of, I had to get all like eight IVs before I went on the field. Blue game. Went and dominated. What we do? Won the game. Oh, Alfred, it was Alfred Williams, wasn't it? Yeah. Hmm. Yep. Uh, next question. I am Mr. Bennett asking, if Minshew keeps putting up these great numbers, what's the call when Foles is ready to come back? We've touched on this as well. I mean, do you but scan I think these questions I think before we talk about all this we're stuff? We're a little far down the road, but I think the – Oh, Baselli's already replaced him. He's got him – Baselli's got him – Minshew playing the whole year. Yes. That's not true. He's already putting the, the ring of honor together. No. The yeah. question is, if they're 6-3 and three or 5-4 and four, and Minshew's playing well, how do you make a change? Let's say – all right, here's another scenario. If they're 4-5 and five and Minshew is, has pedestrian average numbers. Put Foles back in. What if they're five and four and he has the same numbers? What's the difference? One lot, one more win. Well, thank you. You know, I mean, because it's not like he's the only guy on the team. But you got to look at the numbers. You know, put, you have to look at the whole picture. You can't separate the two. I don't think. And how it, how it looks and yeah, the general absolutely. look of the offense and how things. You'll are know. Going. I I just think you'll know. Hmm. Pete, anything to add to that? Yeah, or? you'll know. I'm with Tony on that. I just said that, I still think they're going to have a tough time doing it, Tony. That's me. I just think they're going to have a real tough time doing it, um, keeping him in there. Not if they're not if they're six and three or seven and two. They're not. Okay, if they're seven and two, that means they win the next six. They're okay. If they're six and three. Yeah, he stays in for sure, no matter how he plays. No, no, not no matter how he plays. I mean, if he plays a couple weeks after that and he stinks for a little while, then here comes Foles, right? Yeah, I mean, no, yeah. I'm saying when Foles comes back, if they're six and three and he's been good but not great, you keep him in, right? Yes, yes. 
What's the line? What's the demarcation line where you put Foles back in? Six, I mean, five wins? Five, wins? five wins, it depends how he's playing. Wow, you even gone down to five. So if the kid wins four of the next six, what, six so then you're keeping him in. So Right, so if he's five and four, that means he's five and three as a starter. And you're keeping him in. It's a, I'll say this. It's a long conversation with uh, with the rest of the trio. Him, uh, if I'm the head coach, I'm talking to Dave and Tom about it and talking to my staff. Wow. Pretty amazing. If that happens, it'd be a great story. Wouldn't that be something? Yeah. Everybody starts showing up to Jaguar games with fake mustaches and and uh, cut off shorts. They already Did you have. see that? Did you see that the other day? They asked him at Washington State. And he actually cuts his own shorts. He, he's a trip. I mean, who wears cutoff jean shorts nowadays? I mean, I guess Gardner well, Minshew does. One, I know one person that does. Yeah, right. I don't. He was wearing them on the sideline in Pullman the other yeah, day. Yeah, it's a little. It's uh, good for him. He's secure. He likes it. Comfortable, I guess. That's a long trip to take on your bye week. The George don't. I did it my rookie well, year. Not on your bye week. It's on your weekend. I did it on my bye week. My rookie year went to SC. You did? Yeah. Here's a question. I was Pete. exhausted. That's not a bye week, though, Tony. Now it's you, not even yeah. a bye week. Now that you but, bring this up, Pete, what do, do you? Do you have anything against that? No, it's your time. No, that's it's your time. You can do what you want with it. They have Friday. Uh, did they even come in Friday? No, no they had Friday, no. Saturday, Sunday off. He got on a plane Friday. He was there Saturday. Flew right. back Sunday. Big deal. He's plus he's like 23, 24 years old. Exactly. It doesn't matter. You yeah, don't even yeah. need to sleep when you're that old. Right. It's not an issue. It doesn't matter. I'm with you. I hear you. Next question from at No Toes Down. Uh, what are you seeing from DJ Chark that has led us to his improvement through three games this year? We touched on Chark, but what about his game is different now as a, as a receiver? Well, he's big, he's fast, and he's catching everything. And the body control he has on the deep ball is tremendous. So he's putting it all together. He always had the tools, and now he's just putting it all together. He's a, he has some experience. He's more comfortable out there. My guess is with the uh, under the tutelage of uh, Keenan McCardell, he's understanding what the looks and uh, that he's seeing out there from a defense zone man what to expect how to set up routes it's just the progression of a young receiver he has all the talent we knew that as far as tools speed and so forth there might might have been some questions on the hands but no more because he's catching everything that's near him well the other thing too is when you're a young receiver you get in the league you see all these coverages and you're thinking and and not reacting and now he seems to be reacting and not thinking and he's playing much faster and that usually happens and hey look Keenan's a good coach he, he you know Keenan has done a nice job with all those guys All right final social question we've touched on this also we we kind of ruined this whole segment Yeah you did show. No no, no. no well, you, you you guys went off script tonight What are you talking about I answered all the well, questions Well you know what it was though JP nobody's mad so the questions are all like football related, not anger related. That's a good point. That's a good point. And this is from Marcus Parsley asking, "What are some feasible adjustments that could be made to milk some production from the running game, and which is more to blame? Individuals losing their blocking battles—that's one. The backs' inability to improvise out of a shutdown primary gap, two, or three. Scheme slash play calling. A and B. A and B." Inability to improvise out of a shutdown gap and uh, individuals losing blocking battles. I'm not yeah. ready. To, I'm not ready to make comments after three games on the scheme or the play calling. I, I don't see anything that's jumping out as not good. No, uh, it, it's it's the first two for sure. They both got to they got to be better in both those areas. 100%. You want to run the ball, you got to be better up front, and you got to have a better back who can get make make something out of nothing. 
Yeah, something. Right. Not right. negative? I could fall forward. Well, if there's a hole, if there's a big hole, almost any bat can run through it. And he's great at running through big holes. Good backs and great backs. Great backs create space and find space where there is no space. Good backs just need a crease to hit. I mean, a great back, go watch Saquon Barkley run. It's not like there's a huge hole. He makes space. He creates his own space. A good back just needs a crease to hit. Correct. And, and he, hasn't, he doesn't do that at all. All right, social media questions are done. No, there's not a lot of creases either in that game against Tennessee. No, 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 no. I, I'm you know, not in the it. long run he had. He kind of made that on his own. Yeah. I'm what? not pu- yeah, he spun out of it. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. What, 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 what? What are you going eh, eh, eh for? Was there a better hole? I haven't. I mean, yeah, we there didn't was watch a good, the tape uh, Was there a better the guy, hole? Yeah, guys stayed on their blocks. I don't, I'm not sure he was really touched. I think one guy got an arm tackle on him, like an arm on him. That's it. And there was good blocking down the field. Now, he did a good job. He kind of put his head down, got in there, moved his feet, and spun. And all of a sudden, there was open field. If he doesn't spin, he's probably tackled. Right? Okay. Right? Yeah, fair. Very fair. Tony, Tony's poo-pooing for some reason. Okay. I'm not poo-pooing anything. I'm not poo-pooing anything. I just said I'm not a hater. I, I put it on the offensive line this game. I just told you that. For me to do that, that's pretty big. I, I did, by the way, I did go back and, uh, and watch the two-point play from the end zone camera. Should have walked in. Yeah, there was an opening to the right early. Yeah, yeah should have walked in. And yeah. it was actually an opening where he went. He just kind of got shut quick. But if he puts his foot in the ground and goes to the right, he walks in. That's two weeks ago. That's in the past, Pete. We're moving forward. I mean, I'm just, those are the little things that Tony talks about. Barkley, he walks in then. Let's come back. We'll uh, look around the National Football League. We'll touch on the AFC South. Get your power rankings. Power rankings. Love power rankings. And some young quarterbacks around the league are making splashes early in the season. We'll get big picture one, league talk. One young quarterback that everyone killed the GM for picking, where they picking him where he did. And some analyst at this table mocked somebody else for picking him in the mock draft. I don't know who that was. We'll uh, refresh everyone when we come back. Uh, We'll also go around the National Football League. All the games yesterday is coming up in a little bit. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro-distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's handmade vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location and will also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash pet paradise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. 
Hey, Jaguars fans, Hilton Hotels of Orlando and the Jacksonville Jaguars are giving you the opportunity to win the ultimate fan experience plus a two-night stay in Orlando. By going to jaguars.com slash Hilton, you can enter to win a chance to attend a Jags game VIP style with club seats, pregame sideline passes, postgame press conference access, and a two-night stay at an Orlando Hilton Hotel. All you have to do to win Hilton's ultimate fan experience is visit jaguars.com slash Hilton to enter. Entrance must be 21 years or older. Void where prohibited. Visit site for full terms and conditions. Did you hear? The last two years, the Jaguars returned a punt for a touchdown, earning local families $100,000 towards a DreamFinders home. Lauren Brooks here, letting you know that could be you this season. Visit any DreamFinders Homes model and register to win the Take It to the House promotion for your chance at scoring $100,000 towards your DreamFinders home. DreamFinders Homes, homes built to fit your lifestyle. At ViStar, we believe in better, better convenience, so members can bank any way they want, whether it's at a branch, on a mobile device, or at one of more than 20,000 fee-free ATMs across North America. We believe that people have better things to do with their time. If you believe that convenience is better, join ViStar. We never forget that it's your money. All loans subject to approval, insured by NCUA. Jack Hananiah's Audi Jacksonville and Jack Hananiah's Audi Orange Park give you the power of two. Double the selection and double the savings on over 600 new and pre-owned vehicles with payments from $249 a month. Put the power of two to work for you at Audi Jacksonville and Audi Orange Park. Online at jacksaudis.com. Stock number EN01837970. 75 months at 7% APR with $1,500 down. With approved credit, vehicle subject to prior sale plus tax tag guideline fees. Welcome back, Jaguars Happy Hour. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Vaselli, Pete Prisco, Jags Broncos coming up this Sunday in Week 4. The Jags are 1 and 2. Let's go around the National Football League. We'll start in the AFC South with the standings so far. And, oh, what could have been if the Jags had punched in that two-point play, Pete? They would be 2-1 and one right now and in first place. I thought that was behind us. You just told that it was behind us. Oh, well. You got to kind of look to the past to look forward oh. when you look at the standings. And not only that, they didn't get any help from uh, two teams that you thought would win against division teams yesterday. You thought, right. I thought the Falcons would beat the Colts, and it didn't happen. And I thought the Chargers would beat the Texans, and they blew a game. Houston two and one, Indy two and one, Jacksonville one and two, Tennessee one and two. The uh, Titans have lost two division games already. Well, the Colts are going to three and one because they play the Raiders at home this week. And the Texans play Kyle Allen and the Panthers. So there's a there's a chance both those teams go to 3-1 and one this week. So this is a must-win this week again, since last week was a must-win? Uh, yeah, I mean, I hate saying a must-win this <laughs> early in the year, but it's really important. I think more just for, for the internal confidence of this football team. Just with well, all I the mean, drama going they, on. Yeah, I mean, they, they sh- look, it's not a must-win, but... The way that division's going right now, it looks like you got to try and keep pace, right? Right. You don't want to let it let it slip I mean, away from you. Because you know, don't you think both those teams are going to win this week, Tony? Uh, where's the Carolina game? At Houston. Yes. And who do the Colts play? Raiders at home. 
Yes. They're both going to win. Wow. Are they lock? Are you locking those? No. No. I only well, lock. He only locks. He only, he's one and one on his locks this year. I'm one and oh on double locks and oh and well, one on locks. one and oh yet. They haven't done the back it's, end of the lock done. yet. You want me to triple lock it? I'll do it. I'll do it right now. I don't think that's ever been seen no. in the 21st century. Yeah, it could happen. Let's move on. Triple lock. Man, don't even tease us like that. Uh, 40 different starting quarterbacks have started games this season, including three rookies, Kyler Murray, Gardner Minshew, and Daniel Jones. The young quarterbacks playing pretty well. Daniel Jones yesterday, guys, looked pretty good. On Fuego. And, and remember, who said it first? Who said it first? I did. Well, I picked him in the mock draft on this program. No, you never said he'd be that good. You, just said, said the you didn't say it. I said he would be good. I picked him. You're man. not surprised, Pete? No. I mean, it's surprised he played to that level, yeah. But, no. Uh, look, I was with that kid in May, and I just got the – you know how Tony around a quarterback and you just get the presence and you just know? And I had watched his tape at Duke. I liked him. See, here's the thing with him. Ready? The NFL people loved him a lot more than the draft Knicks and the Twitter cult and everybody else did. So everybody killed the kid all throughout the draft process. And then when he goes that high, they kill him even more. And it's just like it's, it's unreal how that happens with a certain player. And, and it, he was that guy. If you watch him at Duke, he hurt his shoulder and he came back and played the same year. He's, he, I mean, he's, he's a competitive, tough kid who's athletic and can make all the throws. What's not to like? Well, for an offense that looked – I don't want to say – I'll just – I was going to say putrid. That's not fair. But way below average with Eli Manning. You put the rookie in there, all of a sudden they're moving it up and down the field with no Saquon Barkley. Right. That's right. They lost I mean, and he was making shots, and, if, and he ran for two, and he's athletic. Well, I mean, look, they. you know what? If normally if you're a Giants fan, you come out of that game and you go, oh, our star runner's out six to eight weeks with a high ankle sprain. You, you know, you won the game, but you could have easily lost the game on a kick. But that's not the story. The story is you look like you got your franchise quarterback. Pete, I mean, did they, did based they wait? on that, he looked as every bit as good as Darnold has looked in any game in his career. Did they wait? Too, did they wait two weeks too long to start Daniel Jones? Mm, uh, maybe. Maybe they did. And what you happened? know me? I always want to play the kid early. Get what to it. What is what now? What goes on with Eli? What's going to happen? He he's going to stay there. He doesn't want to be traded. Does he have another year after this? Yeah, he's got no trade clauses. I think he retires after this season. And just walks away from the last year? Yeah. Don't you? I don't know. How old is Eli? 30. He'll be 38, I think. Those, that whole group with him and Roethlisberger and Rivers are all 37, 38, I think. Is he, does he have the same competitive drive as his brother Peyton? Because if it was Peyton, Peyton's going somewhere else to prove to everyone that he's. No, I don't think so. Yeah. Required maybe a little bit differently. Yeah. Oh, Absolutely. Uh, the uh, is anybody touching the Patriots, Chiefs in the AFC? Are there any no. other teams no. at that level right now? No. no. Will there be? It's the Patriots, the Chiefs, and everyone else. Yeah, you get into the playoffs, anything can happen. Uh, Thirteen more games, injuries, anything can happen. So it, the NFL can change quickly because of the injuries, especially at the quarterback position. But if Brady and Mahomes stay healthy, and neither of those teams get beat up that much, they're going to be the going away favorites to meet in the AFC Championship game. And my favorite right now would be the Patriots because they're more complete. Okay. Don't you agree? They're better on defense. Better on defense. Yeah. But the Chiefs are better yeah. on offense. Yeah. But the Patriots, if they have to, can get going on offense. We saw that against the Chiefs in Arrowhead last year. That's fair. That's right. 
Now, on the other side, in the NFC, are there any powerhouse NFC teams right now? I know there's uh, Dallas is 3-0, Green Bay's 3-0, the Rams and San Francisco are 3-0. But or do they qualify? So I think the best two teams in the NFC are the Cowboys and the Rams. Those are the best two teams, and I really like. The I Cowboys. think the Packers will be the best team in the NFC. Hold on, before we get there, I got a question about the Packers. I like the Cowboys probably even more than the Rams right now because I think they're better defensively and they're better on the offensive line. That Rams offensive line has gotten older and not, is not great at all. Um, the Packers are interesting to me because Pete. I mean, they rebuilt that defense this year, right? This offseason. Yes. Yes. And they're only giving up just over twelve points a game. The offense is not humming yet. But you got to believe that it's going to get better with Aaron Rodgers throughout the year. Well, you got to remember, too, Tony, look who they played, the defenses they played to open the season. You know, talk about not humming. They played the Bears, the Vikings, and the Broncos. Those are three pretty good defenses. That's what I'm, so, I'm, I'm agreeing so, with you, Pete. Yeah, you know, we're, we're in agreement on that. But I'm saying that's when I tell people, they go, oh, the Packers haven't been fit. You know, it's new offense. Rodgers told me he felt like a rookie at times this summer. So they will get that ball that side of the ball going. I think defensively, and I said it early, I said that when they signed all those guys, Preston Smith, Darius Smith, I said the Packers are going to be outstanding on defense. And I wrote a whole thing about it and said it, and people said, you're crazy, you're not going to be dominant on defense. Well, Mike Pettin's a good coach, and Mike Pettin has toys to play with. And when he gets you in that nickel and dime, he throws so many different looks at you, and Alexander is outstanding on the corner. I mean, this is a good defense. The one knock on him, though, they're not big. And teams have run on them a little bit. Are the AFC powerhouses better than the NFC yes, powerhouses? Without a doubt. Yes. The two best teams in the league are the Patriots and the Chiefs. Yeah, I'd agree. But a lot of things change over yeah, a season. It's early. Got teams get hurt. It's early. Guys get, you know, I mean, you just don't know. But right now, it's clear and cut the Patriots and the Chiefs and then, Chiefs and then everybody else. Let's come back. We'll get into the games. We'll go through all the games from yesterday. And we'll go Monday Night Football as well. All right, cool. That's Let's next. <clears throat> That's after this timeout. Let's do it right now. No, no, we're going to take a break. Oh, okay. I'm then excited. we're going to come back, and we're going to talk about yesterday's games. And then Monday Night Football. It's dead ahead. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network. Tito's Handmade Vodka is America's original craft vodka. In 1995, Tito Beverage set out to build a micro distillery incorporating elements of artisan craftsmanship from boutique wineries into the spirits industry. Pot distilled and made from corn, Tito's is naturally gluten-free, crafted in Austin, Texas to be savored by spirit connoisseurs and everyday drinkers alike. For Tito's recipes, infusion ideas, Tito's swag, or to learn more about our story, visit titosvodka.com. 80-proof Tito's Handmade Vodka, crafted to be savored responsibly. Proven IT implements a strategic game plan designed to streamline your business for maximum results. Make the winning choice with the official business systems partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, Proven IT. Proven IT's technology experts use a customized approach to understand how to design, implement, and monitor solutions that optimize your business. Proven IT provides managed network services, document management solutions, office technology, voice and data solutions, and more. Visit ProvenIT.com to see how they can streamline your business. Proven IT, transforming workplace productivity. How would you like to see your child roaming the same field as our Jacksonville Jaguars? 
Well, you can if your child is selected as Daly's Kickoff Kid. One Daly's Kickoff Kid is chosen before every Jaguars home game to run onto the field and retrieve the tee after the Jaguars kickoff. Your child will also be on the field for the game's official coin toss. Winners receive four club seats, pregame field passes, an autographed Jaguars football, and lots of awesome treats from Daly's. Register your child today at jaguars.com forward slash Daly's KOK. Kessler Creative, proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars, has the large format printing services running in high gear, creating large banners for marketing events, full vehicle ramps. Learn how Kessler changes the game with print and direct mail innovation. From eye-catching restaurant menus to real estate yard signs and event displays, Kessler does it all. Kessler Creative, Jacksonville, Florida. Results-driven marketing and a proud partner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hi, I'm Josh Lambeau. Do you like football? Lambeau drills it. You love your little furball? Interested in helping homeless pets? If you answered yes to any of these questions, you'll want to sign up for Pet Paradise's Points for Pets program. Each time a field goal is made at a Jacksonville Jaguars home game this season, you will receive $3 to use at any Pet Paradise location, and we'll also donate $3 to help North Florida homeless pets. Visit jaguars.com slash petparadise to sign up and let us give your furry friend an unforgettable visit. Okay, so we're here to see who's going to go for the win. First off, Molly took it to the next level with the chairs and the coolers. Here comes Emma, bringing it with those killer boots and that portable grill. Oh my, I think she's going for it. Um, Mom, I think the hot dogs are on fire. Hold on, honey. Ladies, where did you go to get ready for the game? Steinmart. Visit any one of our six locations in Jacksonville for all your tailgating needs as we proudly support the Jaguars this season. Steinmart. Saving is a beautiful thing. Final moments of Jaguars happy hour on a Monday. J.P. Shadrick, Tony Baselli, Pete Prisco. Glad you're with us. Jags played on Thursday. <laughs> and they're off this past weekend. It's on to next week, week four coming up. Uh, let's go around the National Football League and recap all the games yesterday. Let's do that. Starting with the Buffalo Bills. Did we do that just a second ago? Oh, we did, we, we, hold on. Stop. Stop what? the music. Stop what? the music. What? We have to do the power rankings. Oh, AFC South. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Tony. Got to do the power rankings. What can we do? How can we get away with not doing the power rankings? That's right, a Pete, great point. Give Thank me your you. power rankings, Pete. AFC uh, South. Colts 1, Texans 2, Jaguars 3, Titans 4. I got Texans 1, Colts 2, Jags 3, Titans 4. Why do you have the Texans ahead of the Colts? Why? I think their yeah. defense is better. And if I'm picking quarterbacks, I think they're really cl- really close. But if I'm picking quarterbacks, I'm picking Watson over uh, Brissett. Yeah, probably so. But I don't think their defense is that good, to be honest with you. Okay. I'm still I don't back. think the Texans' defense is as good as it's been. Okay. All right. Well, people were clamoring for those. I'm glad we got that. We had to get that in. Sorry. Thank you. Start the music. Thank you. Okay, let's go around the National Football League. Starting with the Buffalo Bills, Frank Gore had the late touchdown run. Josh Allen, 243 through the air, 46 yards on the ground. They won 21-17 over the hapless Bengals. They're 3-0. They're, and they got a big game against the Patriots this week. Patriots. And I picked it, the Bills to go to the playoffs this year. It's in Buffalo, too, isn't it, Pete? 
Yes. Patriots historically have not played great in Buffalo. I still think, with all that said, that the Patriots are going to kill them. Not kill them, but the only win. concern is uh, is uh, Tony is the the offensive line is banged up. But I know Skarniecki kind of cures those ills, and so does Brady. That's a good defense in, in Buffalo. I think Buffalo's good. good. I'm with you, Pete. It wouldn't surprise me if they're the wild card. One of the wild cards in the AFC. They're a very good football team. And He's so, a good coach, Sean McDermott. He is a good coach. And Josh Allen, who got killed last year, is getting better and better. I think he's a good uh, good NFL quarterback. He has, he has a chance to be uh, a franchise guy. I agree 100%. We touched on the Cowboys. They beat the Dolphins 31-6. So the Dolphins enough going, said, are they going 0-16? No, they won't go 0-16. They play the Jets twice. They'll probably split. Right. Packers over the Broncos 27-16. The Colts beat the Falcons 27-24 in a tight ball game. The Falcons are in trouble, and, and I hate to say it, but might be the end of uh, Thomas Dimitrov and uh, Dan Quinn, both guys I really like. I think they're both good at their jobs, and I hate to say it, but I'm, I, if they don't figure it out, they have way too much talent on that team, especially on the offensive side of the ball, but they're not producing offensively. They struggled in that game to score. Um, my guess is Arthur Blank's pace, patience are running out. I would agree with you. He's not very patient. He, with, he will not be patient with these two if they don't win this year. They're both out. But here's the funny thing about the NFL. They play the Titans at home this week. They should win that game. The Saints play at home against the Cowboys. That's a tough one to win. I don't care where it is, but it's particularly tough with Teddy Bridgewater. The Bucks play at the Rams. That's a loss. And Carolina plays at Houston. They could look up and say, you know what? They're tied for first place after this week. Fair enough. That's a good point. Chiefs over the Ravens, 33-28. Patrick Mahomes, great again. It wasn't that close. The Chiefs controlled, no, it wasn't. That, Chiefs controlled that game. They, you know, Late, the Ravens got it going. Um, I think Lamar Jackson's going to be a good quarterback. I think he did nothing that would change my well, mind. He wasn't good yesterday, though. But uh, he wasn't terrible uh, by any stretch of the imagination. He's not Patrick Mahomes, so when you compare it against that, it's hard. Um, the Chiefs are just better. They're a better football what'd you, team. What do you think? A up, down 7-6, fourth and two, you went for it on your own end at the 40-something. Was that the Ravens? I didn't see the beginning of the game. It was early. Yeah, yeah. it was. It was early in the game. I forget the exact situation, but I think it was fourth and two at the 48, your own 48, and he went for it. Uh, didn't get it. And about three plays later, it was 14-6. Yeah, I punt that away. That seems desperate. That's, that senses desperation to me, not believing in your team uh, to stop the, the Chiefs. I would have kicked it away and make them drive the field. And then when he made it nine late in the game, he went for two. No, he made it. 11, and he went for two. That doesn't Getting it to nine doesn't help you. Right. What's the point of that? Yeah, I don't know. Coach, coaches do things I can't explain, Pete. Strange. Strange. Uh, the Vikings over the Raiders, 34-14. Vikes now 2-1, and one, Pete. Well, they can run the ball. They can play good defense. And Kirk Cousins is manageable in games that aren't big games. If you call it a big game, he'll curl up. If it's not a big game, he'll be fine. Well, they play the Bears next week on the road. Is that a big game? Yep, he's in trouble. <laughs> Simple enough. Fair enough. Patri- Hard to argue. Patriots rolled 30-14. to 14. Lions over the Eagles 27-24. to 24. That was a shocker to me. Wasn't that something? I mean, the Eagles have all well, kinds of – the Eagles are banged up. They have all kinds too. of issues. They have the, the, Two of the receivers are out. Um, 
Their defense is not very good, especially in the backfield. They're one of the teams in the rumor to be wanting to trade for Jalen Ramsey. I can see why. They struggled on that side of the ball. At 1-2, and two, I'm doing the game uh, this week up in Thursday night. They go to Green Bay. With the Cowboys 3-0, and oh, with a, a game that they're probably going to win, or at least they're favored, they get the 4-0 and oh, and you're 1-3. Three. three games is a long way to make up. Now, the Texans did it last year against the Jaguars, but I don't see the uh, Cowboys collapsing the way the Jaguars did last year. It's a must win for the Eagles in Lambeau on Thursday night. That's tough. Yeah, and they lost two defensive tackles, Jackson for the year, and then uh, Timmy Jernigan went down. I mean, they're banged up. They're hurt. Uh, having said all that, though, the Lions are undefeated. They're 2-0-1 and should be 3-0 because they blew the first uh, the lead the first game against the Cardinals. We mentioned the Panthers without Cam Newton. Got a win, 38-20 over the Cardinals. Giants over the Bucks, 32-31. And Daniel Jones making his first start. Texans beat the Chargers, 27-20. The Saints, Teddy Bridgewater. In a first time in a long time that he started in a game, obviously, comes through with a win over the Seahawks, 33-27. The Seahawks can't run the ball consistently. When they do, Kaysen fumbles it. They had third fumble of the year, third lost fumble. And... Yeah, fourth fumble, third lost one for Carson. And then they uh, they they came from behind with a bunch of garbage yards from yeah, Wilson. Was, but they, they weren't never good close. yesterday. I mean, their defense was getting pushed around. Camaro was running all over them. They had the punt return for a touchdown. Look, you got it. That's a Sean Payton win right there. That's what that was. He manufactured. Bridgewater wasn't great. He was good enough. Uh, you go into that place and win. That's a big win for them. Niners over the Steelers, twenty-four twenty. Are you buying the Niners, Pete? Not yet. I, I mean, am. You got to look who they beat. Okay, they beat hold the Bucks on. Opening day, they beat the Bengals, who are terrible, and then they beat the Steelers with a quarterback making his first start and had to come from behind to do it. So well, not re- yet. The but defense 3-0, is pretty, you're off to 3-0 start. you got a good chance to be a wild card team, don't you? And that team, that defense is pretty good. They beat the Steelers, yet turning it over five times. They should have scored a bunch more points. They turned it down as they were driving. They gave the short field to Crosby as well. Not Mason Crosby, uh, Rudolph as well. Um, I think they're pretty good. Now, I don't think they're winning the division. They're not going to beat the Rams. But I think they're the second best team in that division right now, and I do think they make the wild card. Well, okay, so you got that means you're eliminating either the Vikings or the Bears or the Eagles then, or the Falcons or the Saints or look, it's too early to say who's made, but three and zero is a great way to start your season. I'll tell you that. And who do they play this week? Um, they're on the bye. They'll win this one. <laughs> well, they can't undefeated. lose, that's for sure. They'll be undefeated. And then last night, the Rams over the Browns, 20-13. to 13. Was everybody a little premature on the Browns bandwagon there, Pete? Yes. You got to learn how to win in this league. You got a first-time head coach. You don't know how he's going to act. And, and here's the cardinal sin that they made. And Tony will be the first one to say it. They didn't address the offensive line enough, and it's coming back to bite them. That line is pathetic. They got rid of Zeitler for uh, Olivier Vernon. That hasn't worked out. Can't, uh, Greg Robinson isn't good at left tackle. Hubbard's injured. The right tackle is a disaster. Uh, the the left guard is good player. The center average at best. They have problems. Um, and I think there's too much hype around the quarterback and everything else. Let's He's playing bad hype. football right now. He's not playing very good. He's been pretty inaccurate. 
Um, there's some stat out there. If he has to hold the ball at all, he's not very. His numbers aren't very good. It's all quick game. That's really where his success has come from. He's uh, bailing too. I'm not. I'm not saying he can't do it. I'm not saying he can't be a good player. But man, we jumped the gun, and all of a sudden he was a hero after a short stint. That just goes to show you how bad the NFL and people want the Browns to be good because they're a historic franchise, and or how bad they've been for so long. They got a lot of hype they didn't deserve, and. We'll see how the rest of the season that goes. That draft class after last year, everybody put Baker one. He might not be one anymore. It might be he might be three. Between Darnold and Josh Allen? And Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson. He, right. might, he might be four. Well, he's so, not Darnold hasn't done anything this year. Well, I mean, I'm saying he could. I mean, there's my point is there's four guys. The story's yet to be told when everyone said after the end of last year, oh, Baker Mayfield, what a great pick. He should have been the number one. Don't be surprised three years from now that the other three guys might be better than him. Right. The guy I would have picked was Josh Allen. That, there's, I've never wavered from that one. All right. There you have it. Monday Night Football coming up. It's an NFC matchup. Is he good or is he not good? Maybe we'll find out more tonight as quarterback Mitchell Trubisky leads the 1-1 one one Chicago Bears into Washington to face Case Keenum and the 0-2 Redskins who are still not starting Dwayne Haskins. Who you got in Landover tonight? I got the Bears. I think the Bears are a really good defense. I'm not a Mitchell Trubisky fan. Um, I'm rooting really hard for Allen Robinson because I have him on a fantasy uh, team, so I hope he has a good night. Selfish. Yeah, very selfish. It's all about me. Um, But the Bears defense is really dang good. I'm with you, Tony. This is going to set football back 40 years tonight. It's going to be terrible to watch. Uh, but look at the bright side. Next Monday, we get the Steelers and the Bengals. Oh, boy. <laughs> you know, maybe so, they'll fight each other like hey, they always Pete, do. Something to watch this year as the season goes on is how many of these games. You can't flex Monday night, obviously, but Sunday night with the injuries to Roethlisberger and Drew Brees, do they start flexing teams out earlier because they're not going to have the marquee quarterback matchups? Well, when the Jaguars are six and two, they're going to start flexing Gardner Minshew, and you're in. Is that's what you think? Yeah, I mean, listen, you got to get more Minshew. I mean, <laughs> if you're if you have the confidence to win to wear jorts on the sidelines of a college football game, you should be flexed into Sunday Night Football. By the way, they blew a 49-17 lead with him there. They might. I they lost that. 68-63. 67-63 Jeez. to be Pac-12 exact. Pac-12 football, baby. Pac-12 football. A lot that's of defense. Best. A lot of defense there. They love defense. There's our look around the National Football League. Uh, what's your gut on this Jags game Sunday in Denver? I'm going to say now it's locked, a guaranteed win. It's locked. Th- They're going to run the ball. I don't think the defense of the, uh, the Denver's that good. Um, without Wolf, no, their backup linebacker's going to be in there. I think they're going to emphasize the run game. I think they're going to get it going. I think Armstead's going to be a part of that. Fournette will have a good day. Uh, look for Minshew to be efficient again. His final numbers will be 23 for 30, 285, two touchdowns. Wow. And then, then you think they're going to win easily then? Yeah, I have them winning by uh, double digits, 10 points. Oh, the right. I have them, win- I have them winning the game. I think that they won't get the nine sacks they got last week, but they might get five. Yeah, I mean. Do they I- shut out Von Miller? Oh, they'll have a plan for him. But Vaughn might be. Vaughn's a good player. He might get there. Chubb's a good player, too. One of those guys. They're going to get. That ball comes out quick with Minshew, though. That's fine. Here's what's going to happen. And this is, you can lock this as long as you want to. Is Flaeus Campbell is going to run over Garrett Bowles multiple times. Watch it. Yes, he will. Or whoever's over there will. 
or they'll get held or whatever it takes. Right. He's terrible. All right. Wow. Uh, all right. There you have it. There's a show. Great show, Pete. It's in the books. JP, you need Un- some more. Unbelievable. Lock it up. Lock. We got another lock. We got locks. A lot of locks out there, boys. That's a lot of locks on that gate. I and... need this to happen. I can't go home to unlocks. Oh. <laughs> uh, Pete, boys, talk... next week. Travel right. safe. There he is. Pete Frisco, CBS Sports senior writer. What kind of tune is this right here? I don't know. That's Tony Baselli. Thanks to our entire crew. Makes me want to dance. Please don't. Please, no. For everyone involved, I'm J.P. Shadrick. We'll see you next week. It's Jaguars Happy Hour on the Jaguars Digital Network.